I feel like somebody said something tongue-in-cheek and a reporter took that person seriously. And when I first saw this, I was like, I'm not going to read this on the air. This can't possibly be true. But now I'm seeing some mainstream media um, sites pick it up. It's a quote making the rounds from Diana Rossini, NFL reporter. And I first saw this um, from an NFL reporter that I don't know much about A to Z sports, but now I've seen it in the Tennessean, quoting Diana Rossini on the athletic football show on Mike Vrabel not getting a head coaching job. Here's the quote. I don't think there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor. (laughs) Uh, Let me get this straight. So this person gets the opinion that Vrabel's not hired for an NFL head coaching job because he's a former NFL player and he's big? It, it sounds like that that was what was offered up to Diana Rossini. Was it possibly serious or was it possibly tongue-in-cheek? I would have to imagine this one's tongue-in-cheek and she just bought it. Um, <laughs> that just seems uh, ridiculous. If I can only think of a coach in the NFL – that has had recent success that is a larger than life type individual. If, if only I can't I can't think of one. I'm not sure there is one. No? Nope. Okay. Probably not. Probably not? Nope. Hmm. Yeah, when does Dan Campbell fit that description? Is he big? No. Nope. He's okay. a small he's a small guy. What about uh, Andy Reid? Does he fit would he be is it Dude, Andy Reid was the biggest ten year old ever. But yes, on top of that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Seriously, she wrote this? She said it. She said it. She said it, and she was on the Athletics football show, and she quoted a GM who said it. Uh-huh. All right. Yep. How about that, huh? Maybe a follow-up question was necessary. Are you serious? There you go. That's, you that's the follow-up serious? question. Yeah. Anyway, uh, interesting and kind of hard to believe. Although, I guess if one finicky owner was intimidated by Mike Vrabel because of his size, I suppose that this could actually apply. Well, I'm going to guess that that team has never been successful under that ownership. Uh, If that's what's going to hold you back. No, it would eliminate a whole bunch of football players from ever being your coach. My goodness. Pretty weird, huh? We want the scrawny analyst type guy. (laughs) Okay, well, there's there's value to that, but um, are you dismissing Mike Vrabel because of his his physique? I want a guy I can intimidate, not a guy who intimidates me. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's get back to your open line calls. Steve is in Denver and on ninety seven. Want to take it? What's up, Steve? Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Doing? We're doing All right. good. Yeah. Great. I, I'm calling in. I've, I've finally caught up, uh, got to the live feed, and I've been listening to the callers coming up, calling early about uh, Brad Holmes and the media yesterday. Yeah. And my thought process when I see that, uh, Brad Holmes has always been a cool cumber. He's cool, cool cucumber. He's humble. 
And I think he, he's frustrated with the heat that Dan's taking, the heat that Brad Johnson's taking. I've listened, I listened to a lot of some national stuff out here in Denver, uh, how people are treating Jared Groff, and even the, the kind of disrespect that we saw in the hiring process of, uh, of Glenn, you know, of Glenn, you know, Aaron Glenn. So I think he actually, it was kind of a, he wanted to create, you know, he's, he's frustrated. You know, like you said, Gator, he's emotional. Um, and I think he's trying to take some heat off of those guys. But saying, you know, you remember he wears the villain shirt, right? Yeah. So, okay. I, and everybody's giving him all this praise. He's got tons of praise. He's the only one that's really been. So I think I've done it with siblings before that have been in trouble. And so I'll, I'll you know, and they're like, and they always got in trouble. And so I would ask, I would take the heat. I would create something to take the eyes off of them. And I kind of, that's how I look at it. Um, you guys are right. The media has their job to do. There's going to be criticism. It's an entertainment industry. There's always going to be hot takes. And there's some folks that have those MOs. That's all they ever do. And I think that it does bother, bother Brad, but more so that he's seen so much criticism happening with his fellow lines. I think there's a spree de corps, one pride, uh, Detroit versus everybody. And, I think these guys are tight, man, and I think that's what this was more about. That's why it seems somewhat as much out of character. Um, but that's kind of my perspective on it. And I, it's, I'm, I'm a veteran. I've done that kind of stuff. A handful of times I've done those things where I've taken the heat for other people because I didn't find that it was exactly warranted. Uh, it got out of control, you know. But so this I just was more. Share that, that was, but wasn't it more? He was attacking the the media for for takes on his drafts, not it had nothing to do with coaching decisions or anything like that. I, I know. And that's, how, it's kind of a soft pedal way of doing it. Like, yeah, you know, he, he, he say he can act offended about, cause he's, has he ever really cared before about what people said? He said, I'm just well, keep on doing my process. Steve, this and, is interesting. I don't know that I, I, I don't know that you're right. Um, but I don't know that you're I'm, wrong. And it's, mm-hmm. it's an interesting theory. Um, because Brad Holmes, the one thing he said that it did strike me just when I saw it, I'm like, boy, this looks like a different version of Brad Holmes. Yeah. Like, it didn't, it didn't. And that's what he, you know, one of my favorite things he always said, it was very subtle, but he's really good at doing this, is he said, mm-hmm. look, I'm not mad at the media because you don't have all the information. Remember when he said right. that? He said that about the, yeah. I think it was about, it might have been about the trade deadline. It might have been right after the draft. I think he it was goes, the, the trade deadline. But, but whatever it was, I started thinking about it, and I'm like, that's his subtle way of defending what he has done is, hey, and he, I think he even went so far as to say, maybe he does a good job and the mock drafts create, create interest. I think but he said, those, if I'm not mistaken, I thought he said, bless their hearts. <laughs> I think that's what he said. I don't know that that's exactly what, that's he, what said, he said, but but anyway, the point being, it was it was a very subtle way of saying you don't know what you're talking about, but it's okay. I respect that you have a job to do. Yesterday, he kind of dropped the "I respect you have a job to do" and just blasted away. <laughs> and dude, I think it was out of character. Yes, but only because the previous character was sympathetic to the media's job. Like, no, we don't have all the information. We do the best we can to gather as much information as we can and then offer up, many of us, offer up what we think are educated opinions. Other people might just say things to rattle cages and and say things to get clicks. But I don't know. There's not a whole lot of people that were sitting in that press room that I think of that way. But, you know, again, I don't 
I don't want to turn this into a federal case or anything. I just uh, I thought I agree with him that it was out of character. Was he was he taking the heat? Was he trying to shift the focus away from Dan Campbell? Maybe. Well, he definitely put the focus on him. Yep. It was his press conference, and yep. there weren't questions about the coaching staff. There were questions. There weren't any questions. Mean, how did the thing even started with uh, him going after the media? Yeah, I think I think he did it in his opening statement before he even got to questions. So, that's that's going on offense right away. Yeah, it was on his mind, right? Which I don't think there was a person probably in there that was like. Yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we, we're here talking about the you know the season ending and heading into free agency and you know what what's next. We're but not looking back. You brought up something that I think is really really insightful. They get in the elevator after I think it was it was at the Rams playoff game and somebody caught on video Brad Holmes on the elevator filled with others, including Chris Spielman, and Brad Holmes is screaming, "Yeah!" Yeah, like he's going nuts mm-hmm. and celebrating. Nobody else is. And I'm like, you know what? Gator's right. He is an emotional guy. He's hit it well standing at the podium. But that window in time, we saw how emotional he can be. That's so, definitely emotional. It's passionate. Is it socially awkward as well? I don't know. It's a lot of things. It um, looked like it might have been, given yeah. that everybody was jammed was into like, this tidy elevator. <laughs> I've said that when he's fired up like that, I, I don't want to be near him because if he's high-fiving everybody, he is going to take somebody's hand off. Yeah. And going back to the, when Kang was talking about the uh, Defend the Den or whatever it was, the, the show from the draft day, didn't he break a rib of uh, of Dan Campbell's? Well, I, I watched that episode, and he got so excited when they got, I think it was Gibbs, he kind of gave him the accidental elbow to the stomach. Yeah. but Because Campbell went from behind him, and Brad Holmes even said after, he goes, I didn't care. I didn't know who was behind me. I was just so excited. That's how I reacted. Campbell wanted to confirm he did not get me below the belt. It's more of the gut area. <laughs> he's fine. But, yeah. He yeah. didn't bring a rib. But, I mean, no, he, but he belted Holmes was, uh, he's, yeah, he's excited. He was fired up, man. Yep. And, that, and, and that's a good point by you. And yesterday at the podium, I think we saw a little bit more into it. 